What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time. It's media clash time. I'm your host, Wayne, as always, joined by Paul. And we are going to talk about the things that we have been watching and playing and all the news and entertainment. We have not been here for a week. Uh, I am still getting sick with this injury from the tornado. I had like a 102 fever the night we were going to record. So, And then I was on vacation this past week and still was not feeling that great. So here we are. We're going to record this. Um, I haven't been playing really anything. Um, so I haven't downloaded Stray yet. No, I have downloaded Stray, but we haven't played, haven't played We it. haven't played it. Um, Go be an asshole cat. I, I've, I've watched people play where they just play as assholes. Just like some dude. So you can, some dude's painting in their um, can of paint is by the ledge. And you just go knock it over. And you just go slowly tap on it. And then you just fucking completely hit it off. And it, the robot dude would just give you this look all sad. Because you just knocked, knocked over his paint. Uh, it, I mean, it's not a full price game even if you were to buy it. It's like a $30 game. Yeah. You get a, an achievement if you beat it in like two hours and like 30 something minutes. There's yeah. an achievement for it. Um. I mean, I think it was one of those games where it was like, we can make this really interesting, weird game. It can look really good. Uh, everybody loves cats. You know, that that kind of thing. Um, but I haven't played it. I downloaded... So my plan for the vacation while I was in the hotel room was to be able to remote into the PlayStation and play. Well, yeah. the hotel had shitty Wi-Fi and cellular signal was next to nothing so i didn't get to really do that i did download fell seal arbiter's mark it's like a tactics i mean i paid like 12 bucks for it so it was like on sale like massively came out like 2019 2018 it's like a final fantasy tactics rpg Uh. i'll see how far i get into it i'm not a fan of the art style I'm waiting for because Ogre Tactics remastered or remake or whatever leaked. Supposedly, there's another Final Fantasy Tactics like that Nvidia leak from months and months ago. Like so far, everything that was on that leak is legit. Also, yeah, I think the um, didn't y'all get what came out this month for y'all? A part of the plus, all the Yakuza games. Yeah, that's it. So now you get to play there. Yakuza. I can, yeah, I can go get all the Yakuza games now. You'll be um, here for hours. Yeah, all the Yakuza games. Because I think like a dragon's amongst it and all yeah. the other ones. Um, yeah, play, the, play, play Zero. And just work my way through them. <laughs> That's what I did. Um, I'm on four right now. I'm just, I'm still waiting for like my Sokaiden PlayStation 1 Classic. So I think it was Sokaiden 2. Uh, I'm still shocked they still haven't made an Onomushi remake or reboot like Ghost of Shima style but with demons and no yeah um, shit and there's no telling uh, I think the uh, there's rumor going around that Sony's gonna buy Square I can see it and I mean, Final Fantasy has been exclusive for them for a yeah, long time. Yeah, and like Final Fantasy VII Remake was not supposed to be. And it has ended up being like PlayStation, and I think it's on PC. 
Like it was only supposed to be exclusive for a year. Yeah. And it never went to Xbox. So I think yeah, I think there's a because Final Fantasy 16 is exclusive. I think. Yep. Final Fantasy 16 is exclusive. Um. There's only one of the Final Fantasy 7 remake games that was announced that's going to come out on Xbox. I think it's the Crisis Core one is going to come out. Yeah. On Xbox. Crisis Core was a great game. It really was. But it's supposed to be a remake to where it actually now follows the... It flows into the storyline for remake. It's not a... They have to they have to change it because the other one was into the other version of Final Fantasy VII, the old version. Uh, but I mean, I know everybody like that. I I listen to game stuff on is like, you know, they don't want them, and I mean, I, I kind of don't want them to either. But if anybody like, because again, it's one of these arms races where everybody buys everybody. If anybody's gonna buy Square, I'm like, I'd rather Sony do it. Um. Sony is fighting the Microsoft Activision merger. Uh, they, they, I guess there was a court hearing or something because at like Microsoft has to go to all these different countries and prove that it's not unfair business practices. And Brazil, in the Brazilian case, Sony's like Call of Duty because they were trying to say Activision does not make an essential game to video games. Like, they're saying nothing that Activision makes is essential to the industry. Meaning that, like, if they wanted to make everything Activision has exclusive, it wouldn't hurt the industry. And Sony's like, Call of Duty is literally a hardware mover for all the consoles. So if you take that game away, which is year after year the highest selling game in the world, that is going to directly affect the business of Microsoft's competitors. So, yeah, like I don't, you may see that deal fall through or with caveats that certain IP cannot be exclusive if they want that to go through. Because, I mean, I haven't played fucking Call of Duty. I haven't owned a Call of Duty game that I paid for since the original Modern Warfare 2. No, Black Ops 3, the one that had Michael Roker in it. Um, I've got all the Call of Duties. I've played them all. I, I usually get them day one. Um, unfortunately, Vanguard wasn't well-received. Because of just... I mean, it's still fucking sold. Yeah, it's still sold. A shit ton. It's a Call of Duty. Yeah. Again, that's why Sony's like... (laughs) No. No. (laughs) There might be other titles that Activision Blizzard has that are not essential to the game industry. But... That one's going to be... They could probably argue Diablo 4 will be... Yeah. Unfortunately... My copy of Vanguard that I've downloaded um, makes my Xbox think it's overheating and shuts itself off. <laughs> it only does it for Vanguard, nothing else. And they haven't pat- there's no patch that has come out. I've, that can't be a one-off thing. It's got to be. There's got to be other people having that. 
Because that's got to be the program telling the fucking the CPU to run yeah. faster. Because at first, when I first started doing it, it was around when Vanguard came out. And it wasn't, the only time I'd do it, it was like multiplayer. Like if I was doing the multiplayer stuff. Well, yeah, when the machine was really pushing. Um, but if I play anything else for way longer time, like twice the time, like the Yakuza games, mm-hmm. no Nothing. problems. Yeah, that's got to be, that's a software issue that's telling the CPU to like overrun. Yeah, because I, I would go, because when it started doing that, I just went back to Cold War. And just started playing Cold War again. Mm-hmm. Never had a single problem. But um, for me, I I played a little more of. Uh, I had SummerSlam on in the background on my computer. As I was playing Power Wash Simulator, <laughs> dude, some of those are like really fun, like. When car me- I got Car Mechanic Simulator years ago. It was it's on Steam and. I love that it's like it would tell you like to do the tutorials and I'm like fucking need a tutorial fucking yeah. um they um there's a new one that just came out I think today called Mortician Simulator Simulator I know there's an autopsy simulator on one of these it's either on piece it, it no I think autopsy simulator is a VR game oh. even more hilarious I seen probably the greatest thing ever. Speaking of simulators, a dude has. Did you see the guy with the truck simulator set up? Uh uh-uh. uh He literally has. He's got one of those F one simulator simulator rigs, doesn't he? So he's got a, a a rig. The dashboard is like a real fucking mm-hmm. big rig. He has four TVs surrounding him, so he has all the fucking like. Like he's got two windows and mm-hmm. two windshields. His truck, like he literally has a one for one replica of a fucking big rig, and he plays, just I guess streams himself playing. Dude, that's that's one of those high like that's F one level simul like the F one drivers, yeah. like that's how they in between in between race because you can't just go take an F one car to a track in practice. So now it's gotten into like high end like hundreds of thousands of dollars simulators that run every possible thing that a car like an f1 car could do in a race like tire wear fucking Mm. aerodynamic like like they can literally go run the simulation on a of a car on a track take the settings that they decide upon out of that simulator put it on the car bring it to the track and they barely have to tweak them mm. for racing. That's how like high end those simulators are for F one. I did kind of laugh somebody's comment, um, the video of him showing this off, of like, does he mod this out to so where he can pick up the hookers and <laughs> murder them and dump their bodies somewhere? <laughs> I mean, they, look, they they did what? What was uh? It was a, I think it was on Xbox when they did the Mech Warrior setup oh, like that. Armor Core. No, was it Armor Core? Or was it a Mech Warrior? Where they you? It was like. Yeah, it was Armor Core. It was Armor Core. I think it was Armor Core. Yeah, only fuck. 
I mean, some of those peripherals are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, other than that, I came very close. Um, Battlefield 2042, whatever it's called, um, was on sale. It was like 50 bucks off or 50% off. So it was like regular edition, 30 bucks. The high end edition was like 70 bucks or something like that. I mean, yeah, if it was like dirt, dirt cheap, I'd probably, I might try it. I almost bought it and it was like, man, it's still, still 30 bucks. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the only thing. Like I haven't bought fine. I haven't bought Far Cry, Far Cry six yet. And I want to buy it. And it was like, I think the base version of it was like $24. And I'm like, I haven't beat Ghost of Tsushima yet. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'll wait until Black Friday sale and see if it goes down any further. Or just buy a fucking... And it's an Ubisoft game, so I'm like, could it eventually be on? Because I think at some point Ubisoft is... Like PlayStation, the premium thing is getting like the Ubisoft streaming thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Xbox has it. I know they got the EA one connected to Game Pass. Uh, They may have the Ubisoft one and the EA play. Maybe. I don't know. I have to look. EA play only gives you like, I mean, EA play isn't like. It's older games that you get to play for free. But fucking Ubisoft is like, all right, you're going to play Assassin's Creed or you're going to play Rabbits or Watch Dogs? Yeah, I mean, because I think Watch the original Watch Dogs is a part of the PlayStation thing. Dude, like there's... the older Assassin's Creed games. Like, I'll, I, I, at some point, I'll play Rogue because I never did play yeah. Rogue. Well, they got Skull and Bones coming yeah, out. Like, yeah, that's... that's who, the PlayStation podcast I listened to was like, who's going to play Skull and Bones? Uh, you know, when Thor fucking, I mean, uh, when God of War comes out the next day, I'm like, me, I ain't playing God of War. Fuck that game. <laughs> I still haven't played the first one. Or the 2018 God of War. Is it next year? Skull and Bones? No, that's this November. Oh, well, November. October. Yeah. I forgot they, it's like the eighth, the ninth. I forgot God of War got delayed till next year and then he pushed it back to this year. Yeah. So it's like yeah. God of War is like, Skull and Bones, and then the next day is God of War, and then didn't you tell me like Midnight Suns? Yeah, is like the day before that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get Midnight Suns, and I'm gonna get Skull and Bones, and I'm not worried about God of War. Seen Doctor Disrespect showed off his game? No, uh-uh, I didn't see. Yeah, they did a uh, a reveal, so you can play it early access demo. I think mm-hmm. of it. Imagine Tarkov meets something else like i forgot what they said it's like kind of a blend together of so if you like the talk off games mm. but um yeah they did a big uh you can you can find a video online they released the name um they showed off the early access stuff like zlander Mm-hmm. Like did a little thing playing it. Um, Dead Drop is the name of the game. I mean, I'd be cool if it was like Arma 3. That was just a pain in the ass to play on 
Apparently it has one PC. It has like real ricochet. Like I mean uh recoil. Really? On the guns. So like you can't just sit there and spray. You can't you can't just run around the map like an asshole. Yeah. You can't just spray your fucking gun and it just doesn't move. Like it's gonna fucking kick. Mm-hmm. Um it looked good. Like the lighting and the stuff like that. But the whole thing of like when he described it as a talk off game, I was kind of like, eh, yeah, I'm probably not going to play this then. Yeah, no, it's, so, uh, I mean, I'll probably won't. Eat. Like, I'm just, I mean, really the only FPS I play <laughs> is Destiny. Because that's, the rumor is for Modern Warfare, they're going to call, they're going to have a mode called DMZ mode where it's going to be like talk off where you have this, get to this place, pick up these supplies, bring mm-hmm. it back to this one place. Also kind of like the division. Yeah. The, uh, what was that fucking section of the city? The, uh, dead zones. Dead zones. Yeah. So it's, it could be something like that. I just hope, uh, I hope the new division game, whatever it is, is not a, uh, a battle royale. Like somebody was saying it is. I hope it's like a full fledged, like division three yeah. kind of game. Because, I mean, Division's, like, a really good... Again, when we were sitting there talking, like, I would love for the Division to have a map like Elden Ring. Where you have to literally find, like, crap to go on a mission. Like, you search a fucking apartment and you find, like, something and that leads you somewhere else. Like, I think that would be cool in a modern setting. I'm not. I'm not about the uh, difficulty rating though, than Elden Ring, because fuck that game. That game can fuck right on off. So yeah, that's about it, video game wise. Um, I think the only thing I've watched, uh, I watched it the other. I watched it last last night before we went to bed. On my phone. <laughs> Uh, second season of Reservation Dogs started. That show's so good. So good. Um, and this season seems like it's going to be just as good. The second episode's already up. They put out the first two episodes, so I need to watch the second episode. Um, but yeah, it, that show's so good. In the... Uh, they just they, the last season ended with the the with like the uncle like stopping a tornado because he uses magic, man. The Native Americans they are connected. Yeah. Like they, you know, there's a there's literally a spirit in this show. They like gives people advice. It's great. Yeah. He's, he's a bumbling idiot. He's not. He does give wise. You know, he does make sense. Like his. He, but he's literally just like this chubby, like he said he died at the battle of Little Bighorn, but he didn't die in battle. He was like charging down the hill and the horse hit a fucking gopher hole and it flipped over on top of him and killed him. <laughs> um, that kind of sounds like Tata Waitiki type yeah. shit. So it's like, but the dude gives out like this great sage advice. It's so, I mean, it's so funny. The show is so good. Um, like it started this season. They're trying to undo a curse. 
that a white wizard put on somebody because they couldn't find uh, one of the, somebody on the reservation to put a curse on this girl. So they went to this dude at the bar and he says, I can do it. And they went back to him to get him to take the curse off. He's like, that's above me. You're going to need like a, like a level five wizard or something to take the curse off of him. I still don't get why you don't watch what we do in the shadows. I'm sure I would this love is, it. I just could This is shit like that that yeah, you're seeing what we do from the shadows. I'm just it, it's just one of those that I'd never It's on Hulu. I know. I, I don't know. I'll 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 eventually watch it. Um Yeah, other than that, like I haven't really um yeah, I think the biggest thing that I want to watch right now is on Hulu, and I'll probably just watch that tomorrow then. Yeah. Uh, Prey. Um, yeah, I have. there's going to be quite a few things we're going to be talking about next week. Yeah. Because I have Prey to watch. I'm going to watch Bullet Train. Um, the Woodstock documentary. Mm. About Woodstock 99. Yeah. And then um, Shudder has a Gore documentary <laughs> called This is Gore that I want to see. I know. I'm probably going to watch uh, The Man from Toronto because it's Woody Harrelson and, you know, Teresa loves Woody Harrelson. Oh, the fucking Kevin Hart film? Yeah. Okay. Um, Why is it every Kevin Hart film now is like Kevin Kevin Hart and his white friend? Because it's funny and or it crosses his over. his co-star is like... It's funny and it crosses over. Because now he's, he, he's... making those crossover movies to make money. He also has another Netflix film about to come out with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's those movie... It's crossover movies that make money. Mm. He ain't dumb. He kind of plays the same character in every fucking... Yeah. He don't have to do anything but be himself now. Nothing but have to be himself. Um... Did you watch? You had watched the Bob Saget uh, tribute, right? Tribute, yes. We watched. Yeah, I remember. I watched that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Didn't realize John Mayer was so close to Bob Saget. To Bob yeah, Saget. like ain't gonna think like to all of him because he's like close with Chappelle too. Yeah, I mean, he was in fucking. Yeah, but I think I think it's like he's just got like this like. He's close with a bunch of comics because I guess he would just fucking go to comics, you know, yeah. comic places in the middle of the night when nobody would kind of recognize him. So he's like knows all these comedians and like, yeah, like he's the one that flew Saget's body back. Oh, John Mayer. Yeah. I thought we were still talking about Bob Saget. But no, yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah. He flew Saget's body yeah. back for the family on like a private jet or some shit. Yeah. Lovitz was funny. Typical Lubberts. Yeah. Dude, that was a I mean his, his little speech. That got that 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 got that that got pretty intense. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that was cut. Like Jim Carrey was awesome. Like just wild, weird fucking Jim Carrey. It's funny. There was there is a funny line that like it took Bob Saget to die to bring Jim, yeah, Carrey, Jim Carrey back, back on, on the fucking st- stage. Yeah, back on stage. Um Chris Rock said it. Yeah. That was that was Chris Rock's thing. Um, who was there for the beginning and then never seen again? That's what I think. I think I think there's a lot of stuff. I think that was probably they were probably there for hours. Oh, they filmed it multiple nights. Yeah. Um, Maybe the. Uh, I want to see more of the fucking eulogy thing at that at, the, his, at the actual private. 
yeah. ceremony. Um, because it was weird. The Tim Allen thing was just weird. Because fucking Chappelle. Chappelle was yeah. Um, the other did I did I tell you the other thing I watched uh, was Chappelle's uh, acceptance of that theater get named after after him. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, that was that, dude. That's such a great half hour. Like I don't people give Chappelle so much. I'm like he is a like. The man is wise. It's in yeah. to to hear him talking about his time at that school and like everything, like how he became a like yeah he's he's got some experience. He's got some. He's been through some shit to know. Like he is he is wise from experience. It means to check out the the Bill Burr's new one. The Bill Burr one. The new one is good. Red Rock. Yeah, mm. I do. Lo- I do like. I do love and agree with the WNBA bit. Oh yeah, like. Even Where in, we all at, yo. <laughs> even fucking WNBA people agreed with them. Like, way, way y'all feminist at because y'all y'all failed the WNBA, not us. <laughs> yeah. Like um, the NBA subsidizes your league; it make it loses money every year. Um. Yeah, and just how disconnected you know Republicans and that are. Fucking Trump says that girl that got arrested in Russia, she makes a bunch of money. I assume. I, why she's doing like bro? She don't. She wouldn't have been over there trying to play fucking basketball if she made a shit ton of money. LeBron James in one year makes more money than the entire fucking league does. Yes, like all the he, players combined. He makes more money in a year in his salary than the entire WNBA players do. So there you go. Like, yeah. um. As far as what I watched, the main thing that we'll end up talking a, quite a bit about, um, what we do in the shadows is also still amazing. Um, I had to go watch Will- the Wellington Wellington P, uh, PD PD on HBO Max before it disappeared. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll probably be gone. Oh, I got a copy, so you're good. Um. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with only murders in the building. Like this season has been so badly written. Um, there's only three episodes left and you're no close to trying to even remotely know who's the killer this season because they've been so focused on side stuff. Mm. Because at this point in the first season, you already have they're already setting up other these all these people as suspects, and you're trying to figure out who who really killed Tim. What's his face? What whatever his last name was. Um, this season is this whole episode's about this one thing, this side thing. This episode is mainly about. It's when your writers try and start being clever. Um. This past episode has to be one of the worst. Not because it's mainly about Selena Gomez's character, Mabel, who's still like, I don't like her acting. It's the fact of... um, If I talk about this episode, it gives away a huge spoiler in who the kill... Who... It's a huge spoiler in season one. Mm-hmm. 
of what happened, who killed Mabel Selena Gomez's best friend and set up the boyfriend as the murderer. They bring that character back for this episode to help Mabel do something. And they try to paint him as a sympathetic Cause again, that's, character. That, that's it's horrible writing. Because every, every villain's got to be sympathetic at this point. Literally, this... Fuck. Yeah, he's, he, he's not a good person. He is not a good person. Yeah. This is, this is writers trying to be... This character is the one that murdered her best friend and set up yeah. the boyfriend. This is the one that tried to kill you. They're trying to set up their own little Hannibal. But now it's like, oh, at the end of the episode, it's like, oh, thank you for helping me and blah, blah, blah. It's like, why are you... They're trying to create their own little Hannibal. That's what they're doing. There's a big thing that I fucking could not stand in this episode, which is going to give away who I'm talking about if I talk about this <laughs> this one thing, which, fuck it, I'll say it. Uh, so, Teddy. Ted. Okay. I think it was his name. Anyway, he's uh, death. He's death in real life. He's a real mm. actor with the not just some random guy who knows sign language. He's the guy who accidentally murders Mabel's friend, sets, and his dad, Nathan Lane, who's fucking great in the show, is this big time deli, um, can like owns a whole bunch of delis, like famous delis in New York. So he has a ton of money. So he takes care of it because he's Nathan Lane's character is from like, I wouldn't say the mob. He's stereotypical New York. He's a bad guy. He, he, he knows some shady people. So he makes it look like the boyfriend did it. Meanwhile, they, their big subplot with them is they steal, they own a, uh, he's a mortician, like his son's a mortician, mm-hmm. uh, works for a mortician, and basically they steal the gold tooth and jewelry and all this other stuff from the dead people, put it in the urns, and ship it to go get, to basically sell it on the black market mm. and that's how to get that money. So that was like one of the main subplots of the show. So this episode, Mabel, uh, blacks out and wakes up in his apartment in Teddy's apartment who doesn't know. Apparently a thing is like people who's death when they read lips, they only, they only get like every third word or every couple of words. Like it's not like in the movies where automatically yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. They only know so many words and they try to piece it together. So it's already set up at the beginning of this episode. She knows nothing about sign language. She doesn't know none, nothing. And then throughout the episode, like he's doing the sign language and she's fucking picking it up, picking it up automatically and it's automatically like he does a sign language and she's she's fucking giving a response back without asking and it's just and then they have that oh 
we're so much alike. Like our fathers are, are they have father issues because her dad, um, she's from a divorced family. Her dad was big into puzzles and they used to do puzzles together whenever they, he, she would stay with him. And then he ended up dying at a young age because she had cancer and she couldn't understand why he, it didn't, she didn't realize until after his death, like why he wasn't there Mm -hmm. certain days, why he couldn't take her to the fucking, some convention because she was dressing up as Scully and he was going to dress up as Mulder type of thing. So by the end of the episode, they're like, oh, we're so much alike. And trying to set up their own little Hannibal. And it's like, you, they basically try to set up Theo as a sympathetic character. And then it adds nothing to the main plot. Like they find out the killer works at Coney Island. And then that's about it. So like this season is kind of Amy Schumer. They brought her in to basically take the take place of Sting from season one. And she's only in the first episode and never seen again. Um, They're doing this weird other subplot with that involves Tina Fey's character who also does a podcast. But she does one of those true crime podcasts that's like listened by millions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's not the best best work. Like, it's not living up to like season one. Well, I mean, sometimes you just have a really good one-off story and then it shows that you had a really good one-off story when you try and make more of it. It's also... Kind of doing the um, Ages of Shield thing, where they're focusing most of their episodes, and most of the shows now focused on um, Mabel's character this season. Oh yeah, so it's her character is not strong enough to carry a show. Not even close. Yeah. Her acting is not. It's once again, you put her with Nathan Lane. You put her with fucking Steve Martin, Martin Shard, all these fucking great characters, like great actors Mm -hmm. that can do this show. And it just kind of just shows her she's not ready. And now she's going to be in, she just got cast in the lead for, oh God, what the fuck? They just, they're going to remake Hulu just announced it. They do They're remaking fucking, um, Roadhouse with Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a he's a method. Like I can yeah. see him getting kind. I can see him getting ripped. Conor Conor McGregor is going to be in the film. So this is his first big acting. Wow, who the fuck is Conor going to play? He he's can, just got to be a bad guy. A generic oh, of course guy. he's going to be the bad guy. I want him to be the Terry Funk character. That would be awesome. He gets crushed by a fucking polar, stuffed polar bear. Um, the only what, way this works is if Sam Elliott still plays the exact same character. 
Oh, the mentor? Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, Sam Elliott, he looks the, like just Sam Elliott yeah. needs to be the, like, just go play the exact same character. Uh, so, Selena Gomez is playing the lead in the remake of Working Girl. The um, Melly Griffith oh, okay. movie. I don't know. When you said that, I thought Tootsie for some reason. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I want to say Sigourney Weaver got a... Got an Oscar nomination for it? I think so. I think so. Like Harrison Ford, I think was the love interest in, mm. in the film. So yeah. So and I think that's about it. Like I have I haven't really watched anything. Archer's about to come back. Uh yeah, so that just leaves us with the uh big thing that we both have seen over the last Two weeks, cause uh, yeah, I made sure we watched it. We made sure we watched this while we were on vacation. Uh, Better Call Saul. So the week before last was the flash forward. The flash forward episode. That's right. Yes, it was the full Jimmy as one per basically becoming Jimmy again. As one person, or no, Saul. Like Jimmy, I don't think Jimmy would have gone as far. Like no, he's like slipping back in the Saul territory. No, this is that episode was him covering his ass. It's like, listen, yeah, I'll get you. I'll get you this money. I know how to get you. Yeah, this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the big time where you can make some money, and then that's it. And if if you do if anything happens to me, I'm fucking ratting y'all yeah, you out. Come down. You're coming with me. Yeah. So. This ends now. It's not until he goes back to the fucking mall at at the end of the episode, and he puts that he grabs the suit off the the rack and kind of starts putting the accessories yeah. together. And um, he doesn't go full. He doesn't go full. Whatever he talk when when he call because he calls in this 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 episode like the the Breaking Bad episode as it was called by name. Like the name of the episode was Breaking Bad. Um. Supposedly he calls Kim and f- they have, I don't know if they have like a massive fight. So, and that's when he just goes full. Yeah. Saul. So apparently the German version of better call Saul, if you had the subtitles on, you heard what he said. You, oh, hear, you could read what he said. You can read what he said, not what Kim, Kim says. Mm-hmm. Um, but the producers did come out and say that you will hear that conversation in its entirety um, within the next two episodes. Yeah, because whatever it was, it made him just say, fuck it. Yeah. So last week's episode was basically Saul, Jimmy, Gene. It was proven that he still had it. And like, no matter what, like he still... He still has it. He's like it's still, still like, in it's, him. It's 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 not even something he has to practice at. So this sets up with a lady going through the grocery store in a little motor scooter, and I'm watching the episode, and I'm like, this person looks so fucking familiar. Oh, dude, the minute I saw I, her, I'm like, fucking Carol Burnett playing a cranky old lady. I couldn't put it together until when Jean shows up, and then I kind of like. Oh shit, that is Carol Burnett. Yeah. I completely forgot they announced that she was going to be on a show. 
one person's theory was because like you haven't seen her yet mm-hmm. was that she was gonna play Hamilton's mom Hamilton's mom yeah and try wanted to open up an investigation and all that stuff about the disappearance blah blah but um but it's really she's the mom of the character that basically figured out that Gene was Saul. Yeah. Now here's my thing. Did we hear when, when Mike's talking to Saul, is he talking about that dude? So remember he's talking about a guy that went in, took the rap. Oh, kept his mouth shut. And kept his mouth shut and, and nobody, Oh, we just like Saul doesn't remember that that's him. It just so happens to be him. Because that's who, te- like, Mike was like, no, if you want to get somebody, like, it's this. I, I don't know. I don't remember the name he said. Um, Unless that's supposed to be Huel or, no, Huel had already had Huel. Um, could be fucking Bill Burr's character. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's got to be somebody because he was telling him he need that's who he needs. He's loyal. Yeah. And then telling him to stay away from, from from Walt and Jesse. The um, this week's episode is basically Jimmy still keeps in touch with the secretary. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's a like this is the first time or like a. This is probably an ongoing thing because I mean he seemed to be very surprised at every like you would have assumed if this was a ongoing thing like he would have already known that all the companies were like empty like she gave up whatever mm. like I think this was a like he reached out some kind of way and that's why she was yeah. so nervous really cause you know she says she's being followed um, she says she can hear the phone line being recorded and I guess the money was there. So the money has the money was probably always there. Yeah. In the drainage. Um I love that though. Like, yeah, go to the go to the rock that looks like New Jersey. <laughs> Lift it up, there's a Coke tab. <laughs> Pull the string. Um Yeah, that just that conversation on the phone gave so much information about what happened after Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. that time period. Because that, I'm guessing right then, that has to be El Camino time. Yes, because they said that Jesse's car got found by the border. Yeah. And that's how like he made it look like he went to Mexico, but he really went up north. Um, and then you find out Hugh... Finally got out the room. Yeah, I did like how they explained it. Like, they were like, yeah, he, uh, they, you know, whatever, because they held him without, and like, so they would just hold him poor Huel, and they were like, oh, Because that was the big, shit. Because <laughs> that was the big thing from Breaking Bad. Like, is, yeah, you didn't know what the hell happened to Huel. And of course, Did Huel ever get out of the fucking hotel room? Of course, he's from, like, from New Orleans. I think he's really is from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, I life. think the, the guy really is. But I mean, like, it's, it's one of those, you know, just like I just yeah. a weird character like there's a character on this is us it was it is Randall's mom like real mom and of course she's from here and she was like this screwed up 
you know, teenager who went ran who ran away and you know got hooked on fucking heroin and shit. You know, so of course that character's from here because a fucking character from here can't not be fucked. So yeah. poor Hules from New Orleans can't not be you know involved with some shady shit. Mm. I mean, what am I saying? Every fucking story that I've ever written that takes place in a city is fucking full of fucking shady ass people. It's a shady city. Yeah. Uh, and yet everyone we talked to about where we were from was like, oh, I want to go. Because all they know is that romanticized fucking version of New Orleans that fucking the city puts out. Yeah. Um, You found out Bill Burr's character is just gone. Disappeared. Nobody's heard of, heard from him. Oh, yeah. They said, like, why the hell would I know where? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess they couldn't get him back for a... A cameo or... Unless they were filming Mandalorian shit. Maybe. No. No, that would have been way before Mandalorian. I mean, way after Mandalorian. Or he's in season three. Yeah. Because he's not... He was going to be on that Rangers of the uh, New Republic. Oh, okay. Show, and clearly that didn't happen. <laughs> um, Fucking Gina fucked everybody on that one. And then you find out the nail salons are gone. Nail salons are gone. Laser tags are gone. Yeah, the laser tag. The big the big investment that he tried to sell to Jimmy. Uh, mm. First to Walt, then mm-hmm. to Jesse. The uh, All the offshore co- shell corporations. Mm. And she's like, you put me on the board of a goddamn shell. <laughs> of course uh, I gave it up to him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. shit, he had to have a shit ton of money then. You got to think how much money he was making off of the cartel. The cartel. And shit. then then Walt. I mean, if Walt had that big fucking stack of money. I mean, every fucking episode they showed his lobby, it was a full fucking crowd of oh, people. Yeah, he so was he's got to be He just had a constant flow of cash. Yeah. Um. So all he has left is what's in the wall that he took with him mm-hmm. when he left. Um. And then that's when she makes the mistake of mentioning Kim. And then you find out what happened to, well, where Kim is. You don't know what happened to her. You know where she's located. Um, She's living in Florida working for a sprinkler company. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) Who knows? I mean, she could have married somebody, has kids, like has a family, all this stuff. I mean, they haven't, I guess, seen each other for what? Three years between Better Call Saul and the Breaking Bad timeline. Breaking Bad takes place how long? It's not a year for every season. I have no idea. There, they mentioned how much time it is between. I at, think it's like when they skip. It was five years to from the beginning of Better Call Saul to the beginning of Breaking Bad. Hmm. And you got to figure this episode, like when he went full Saul, it time jumped like a year and a half probably because they yeah. pick up the season two, epi- like his first appearance. Because literally, yeah, now this episode, this past episode was season two of Breaking Bad. Then it's kind of like the opposite side of... It's like mid-season, season Yeah, but two. it's the opposite side of that episode. You're seeing yeah. stuff that you didn't get to see in that episode. So, going back to Gene, 
after he talks to to Kim, you don't hear what happens. You don't hear the conversation. He's very pissed. Um, and then goes goes back to. I think his name's Terry. Terry goes back to him, and says like, "All right, let's." Which, I got like you want to do this. I got a plan. <laughs> yeah. And um, they start fucking roofing fucking financial advisors and stealing credit cards and yeah. And they just empty in fucking financial advisors like accounts and shit. Yeah, I'm guessing it's all the people that's in town. No, because like how many people live? I mean, it could be people. No, because I mean they they showed them going to houses. Yeah, so it's got to be people like, living. I there. would say it's not it's not people going to like in town for conventions. Yeah. So it's got to be like it's just he's knocking over like these bank people. And who knows how like how far out of Albuquerque this They're goes? They're actually going, yeah. Um, no, how far out of Ohio? Wherever he is in Ohio. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska. And so, um, yeah, so the scheme is he pretends like he's getting drunk with these people where he has a fucking... Great little, idea. Yeah. A water, hot water bottle and he just fucking with a suction ball. Yeah. He just drains his own drinks. And so um, he gets them drunk, puts them in a cab, which his partner is drives a cabbie. A cabbie. So he gives them the water Call, with Rufy. Yeah, partner Rufy's the, the person. And then the third person, the other friend, comes in there and basically takes a picture of all the information, all the the wallet, the credit cards, yeah, the bank accounts. Yeah, basically doesn't take anything. Yeah. Just. And then they turn around and sell it to. Some third party. Yeah, third party. for it. And apparently they won't find out their shit was stolen until like months later. They won't realize that um that their all their information was mm-hmm. stolen. Um seems like it's a good plan. Stacking up money. Oh, yeah, um, he's like he full full blown saw with the strippers and Yeah, banging a stripper afterwards. Um and then But still going to work at the Cinnabon. Keeping his cover. And then you get to, unfortunately, the one... Well, as you see, like, every one of these kind of leads into a, back into that original episode. Like... Yeah, the way they shot this episode of splitting it, splitting the timeline, just kind of weaving back and forth perfectly mm-hmm. with the timeline. Because this episode begins with him with the hood on his head. Getting brought to the desert, freaking out. Yeah. And then cuts back to Gene and shows him setting up the scheme. Well, talking to the secretary on the phone and stuff like that. And then setting up the scheme. And then it kind of cuts back to Walton. Walton Jesse, Walton Jesse talking to him. And then after that is when like he starts, you know, doing the. They start doing the thing, and yeah, you know, when he gets to this last person who has cancer. And it's like the dude won't go through with it. And he's like, just because he's got cancer doesn't mean he can't be an asshole. When I speak from experience, yeah. Um, the guy doesn't want to do it because his dad, his dad, yeah, his, his dad, dad had basically cancer. had the exact same thing, yeah, because he recognized the pills in his pocket. Um, 
But going back to the Jesse thing, Brian Cranston looks exactly yeah, uh, uh, fucking hasn't aged a bit. Like it looks exactly acts exactly. Like the only thing is. I guess they didn't want to put a ball cap on him. So yeah, so he he's just, got a hell, he's got the the beanie on. Yeah, he has the fucking hood, uh, his ski mask, uh, kind of covering his hair, and so you can't see his. Fucking what's his face looks older. Everybody was killing him on Twitter. I mean, because it's like a forty year old playing a nineteen year old. Okay, like who? I mean, it's and the the producers came out and kind of in defense of like not de aging. Yeah, like why the characters? Waste, like why waste the money? Like it, it, it wasn't needed. Yeah. Like you know who it is. You know what they're supposed to be doing. And it's so fucking good. It's like, god damn, I miss these characters so much because it's like, it's like, all these years later, they still fucking, mm-hmm. they still got it. Especially Brian Cranston. I mean, like what? I, but I mean, I like you know, even the things they were doing lead into like what was going on in those episodes following. Because he's like, you got to take the key out. You know, he takes the key out of the RV because if, yeah. it'll, you know, oh, but yeah. then like in like, I think that later in that episode in Breaking Bad or like the next one, like the fucking RV dies and they get stuck in the middle of the fucking desert because Jesse doesn't take the key out. Oh yeah, that episode. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, you know, it's the little, it's, it's Vince Gilligan and his great writing being able to put the little fucking things in. Yeah. The giant test tube that he pulls out mm-hmm. that... Odin Kirk is holding in his hand is the same one. I think they put the goldfish in. Yeah. Um, Which is why the the joke about, you know, the goldfish is there. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing next episode you get the scene where he actually goes to the school. Because you're supposed to get... They might not show the scene because, like, the scene in the school is in Breaking Bad. Well, is in Breaking Bad, so yeah. you would have to see something from another angle, and so we got the scene with all three of them together. Yeah, so now you need so one. Now it's the two scenes of Saul with them individually. Um. And again, as we saw in the. The, the tease for the, you know, the final episodes. Like, the cops show up. Yeah. At the house where fucking, in present day, fucking Saul's trying to fucking go in there and steal shit. Yeah, so... Another thing, going back to the Jesse and them, is that the, uh... That transition shot... Oh, in the grave. Is so fucking good. Yeah, that was a great fucking transition. Um... Two great transition shots in this fucking episode. One, the the, the grave mm-hmm. transitioning to Gene lying in the in bed. bed, and then the second one is when they go back to the cancer patient, uh, the cancer guy's house. He opens up the door, and then as he closes the door, it cuts to Breaking Bad when he shows up at the school mm-hmm. in the parking lot. Um. Yeah, so it's the thing is one um, Chuck was right mm-hmm. about Jimmy. Yep, he's a good guy. He's got a good heart, but he doesn't know when to stop. 
Like he doesn't know when to call it. And th- and it shows and, perfectly yeah, and in this episode. That conversation with Kim is just said like he basically said fuck it. It's not that. It's it's the fact of you're making money. It's like it's like the the, the third guy said uh, in the group. It's like listen, we got a good thing going. Let's just forget about him and go to somebody mm-hmm. else. But well, yeah, that, Jimmy, I mean, that pushes him at the end. Jimmy can't fucking let go. Anything go, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's almost pulling a Kim at that point. Kim couldn't yes. let fucking Hamlin go. Yeah. So she threw away So what she was going to have because she needed to get Hamlin. She needed to see it through. So now, once again, Jimmy's downfall... Is a guy with cancer. Is a guy with cancer. It's the second time. Because that now so beautifully sets up the scene with Mike and Jimmy in his office where Mike basically did recon on Walter. Yeah, he told him to leave him alone. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's small potatoes, just leave him alone. Like he's nothing. But Jimmy can't. Yeah. Jimmy sees potential. He sees money. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you just now you after watching this episode, it's like if it wasn't for Jimmy, there is no brick and bad. No, because Heisenberg doesn't become Heisenberg doesn't go. He doesn't any. I, he doesn't go any further than probably Small Fry, who gets killed off at some point. Yeah, or he sped up the timeline. Yeah, because I mean, here's the thing: without without Saul, he doesn't meet Gus. He doesn't meet Gus, but without Saul, who knows what happens to Jesse with the girl, the girlfriend's OD? Yeah, he'd have got busted because Mike cleans up the entire apartment. Yeah, and that's basically what fucking cleans Jesse up. All those people on the airplane would have survived. Yeah. No. No. What blew up the airplane? No, the traffic. The dad. The girl still would have died, so the dad still would have had a mental breakdown yeah. and the airplanes would have crashed unless Jesse would have got picked up earlier. Yeah. Or now because he never, he was making money. He might've been not making as much money to like try to no, because he tried to go clean. Right. I think uh, that's what makes him go clean. Well, he was clean at that point and she owed She took shit. No, because he started using, she was clean. She started using. So it's like, so it's like, fuck it. If you're using, then I'm using. Yeah. And then they, then she ends up ODing. But, um, I think he was, no, no, no. he was, no, it probably, cause she was, she didn't, Walt could have saved her and chose not to. Yes. So yeah, we could still be looking at like without Jimmy. All of this doesn't happen. Um, Because who knows, like, them two could have separated at some point. Mm -hmm. I mean, didn't somebody try to kill Jesse on a corner? And that's when Walt runs him over with the fucking minivan? Yeah, so it's just like, like, Saul really is what put everything in. Yeah. Um... Another key inf- piece of information you find out from the phone call 
to the secretary is that Skyler basically got it. Skyler a, got her deal. Got her deal. So she's not, she didn't go to prison. And it's confirmed that Falcon Walt's dead. Did they confirm it? Mm-hmm. He says it didn't, he didn't die down when the maestro died. And she's like, no, if anything, it got worse because Skyler got her deal. Oh, okay. So that just leaves him and Pinkman. Yeah, the only, and that's when she's like, it, Pinkman's car got found at the border. Yeah, they can't find Pinkman, so you're the only one yeah, they're going the after. Yeah, you got, He's got, what, FBI, a, ATF, probably, after him? Yeah, ATF. I mean, fuck, at this point, probably, like, somebody from every branch. ATF, every. DEA. Yeah, definitely DEA. Um, Here's the thing, like, they would, like, he has nothing. Like, he couldn't, he can get arrested. He has nothing. See, Gus is dead. Mike's dead. Walt's dead. Yeah. The Salamankers are fucking not existent anymore. Fuck. Who knows? Is the ter- the fighting? Yeah, like the they, fighting over the territory. Who, who's actually running the drugs? The car- what, who, Who's in charge there anymore? Because the whole fucking cartel got killed. Yeah. Fucking Gus killed everybody. And then Gus dies. Then Gus dies. So he has no information on anyone and then to like cut a deal. Walter. Walter was the only one, and then the skinheads came in. Mm-hmm. So they were the big fish. They got fucking wiped out by Walter. Well, like, there's nobody left for, for yeah. Gus to... I mean, there's nobody left for Saul to cut a deal to get out of this. Um, And it's also, you look back now, it's seeing Jimmy this way, especially with the, the, ca- the cancer guy, Um, it's... Twice, two people have died because Jimmy couldn't let something go. Yeah, because that may be what the cops are there for. They might not bust him. He might go in there and that dude's dead. Um, Like, that might be what it is. No, nah, I don't think it's that. I think he wakes up because it's been so many hours because he might, the roofies might be wearing off on him. I mean, I mean, it, I, I, I. Or the roofies affected him to where he's dead. That's what I'm saying. Like the dude's dead, and like Jimmy, like Saul calls the like calls like, and makes up some stuff. We uh, have drinks or whatever, and yeah. he forgot this. So uh, you know, I came to bring him. Like, oh, I came to bring him his wallet. Yeah, it could be a old red herring yeah. type thing to get get out of it. Um, yeah, because the whole fucking crossroads thing really, like they showed the the, the episode before the tease was for like him pulling up at the crossroads. Which yes, it's a metaphor. Yada yada yada, yeah. but. It didn't really, yeah, he was, he's at a crossroads at that point in modern day. Like he's, he has the cho- the choice to like not be Saul and just stay in his mundane life that he has, or he can go back and try and reclaim, you know, Saul Goodman in some kind of way. Yeah. Make some money. Yeah. Be, but the, um, Hamilton died because... Howard died because of him. Um, I mean, honestly, if you go look at it, everybody else dies because of him. No. I'm talking about just in Better Call Saul. Oh, in Better Call Saul. Hamilton. Hamlin died. And the other huge... His brother basically... Yeah, his his brother killed himself his because brother of... brother killed himself because of Jimmy. Because of Jimmy. Because his brother, I guess, kind of started it with... When Jimmy not 
not being proud of Jimmy. When well, yeah, and, his, and again, when he got one of his those things that Saul couldn't, Jimmy couldn't let shit go. Like he could have just let his brother fucking, like he could have let it go, but he couldn't let it go. But his brother was stealing his case mm-hmm. because it was technically Hamilton's case. Yeah, it was case. Yeah, HHMs. Um, yeah, HHMs. And then that started the him changing the paperwork, making it look like Chuck was Chuck. Yeah, Chuck was crazy. Name. Yeah. And then he ended up committing suicide. Um, yeah, it's like couldn't let it go that time. Couldn't let it go for Hamilton. Well, tried to let it go, but Kim talked. Kim, him, yeah, like Kim he, talked him back into Kim, it. Kim, he followed Kim. Um, he, like, I mean, basically, if you start looking at the way Breaking Bad is, the only person he is not responsible for killing is Crazy Eight. Walt. Yeah, Walt kills Crazy Eight before he meets Saul. No, I mean Walt's death is not because of Saul. I mean, it's the end result of oh, because of because that's what I'm saying. Like okay. so directly, like so if if we go with the theory that Saul basically by empowering Walt sends him on the path that starts and does everything else, it's only crit. Walt doesn't save Jesse's girlfriend, which kills all the people on the plane. Because that wouldn't if Jeff Walt would have saved her, it wouldn't have happened. But he needed Pinkman to himself. Yeah. And this is all because Saul empowers Walt, really, against Mike's fucking advice. Yeah, you don't even find out what happened to Skinny Pete and Badger. You may at some point. Well, other than I mean, it, you saw him in El Camino. El Camino. Yeah, I forgot about that. He, he Jesse goes to El. Uh, Goes to Skinny Pete's house or Badger's house. Yeah, because uh, Skinny Pete's the one that gives him the idea. Like, no, we drop your car off at the border. We don't hide it too well. You want the cops to find it, but you don't want them to find it right away. Yeah. It was a good movie. It was. I mean, it was all right. I think in the context of having all three of them, it's better. Hmm. Cause it's it's one of those you had two hanging threads. You had Jesse and you had Saul. So you either have to just accept it that Saul goes on the run and he takes his vacuum cleaner getaway, and it's done. It's the and then which then just left Jesse. What the hell happened to Jesse when he got away from the skinheads? Did he go and race in Need for Speed? Like that's the that's it. Yeah. That that because that was the next thing he did. Um, I don't. I cannot see how this. I don't know how this show ends. I don't know. It's going to be a very interesting two, which is why I think the dude's just dead, and he, Saul talks his way. Like the cop, he calls the cops to come in. Yeah. I, I, does Saul survive this? I thought they said Kim and Kim would be like seen together again. I don't know. Yeah, supposedly they do have a scene together. But unless he's in jail and Kim comes, unless it's a flashback, or it's a flashback, yeah. Um. Did they have a show the first time they met? Yeah, the mail like them. In the, oh yeah, in the, working in the, the mailroom. Um. It's it's either going to end in two ways. One, he goes to jail, or two, he dies. 
it's one of the two. I don't know, man. I could so see Vince like being like, I can't, no, Saul I, gets away. I can't see him getting away. After all this shit that happened this season. I think, I mean, I, I think like Saul's just that character that like, he literally is poison. He is, he's poison, but he keeps getting away. Like everyone else pays for what he does. Slipping Jimmy. Yeah. Like that's because that's him. Like that's him. Like he keeps getting away with it. That's a perfect way to end it because then that leaves you just your imagination. Like he's going to continue doing this until. Unless he does go to jail or he does get caught and then cut to courtroom scene. Representing himself. Representing himself. He comes in, busts through those doors. And it's full, full blown fucking Saul. Saul. No mustache. Also, another great line. Never trust him. Like, did you see the mustache on that man? Yeah. You can't trust him. Flash forward, he's got the fucking mustache. I mean, that would be a great if he does, if he is getting caught and he just like it ends with him like yeah. the last thing you see is him like walking into that courthouse to represent himself and a fate which all right, you want to talk about transitions. It's black and white. The door bust open. Everything's still black and white, but him in that suit, and then everything slowly fades in the color, and it's like, no, like the Wizard of Oz he's, yeah, scene. Like everything else fades in the color because, like now, like no, Saul's there. He's still yeah. there. He's representing himself, and he's probably gonna get himself off. You can't end it there. You got to see what the trial. Like a lot of people would be pissed off if, like, if you don't find out if he does he go to jail or not. Does he get off? Um, and that's when Vince goes, look, man, I, they, future story. You love this future story. How about a different, like, I'd be cool if he came out and said, you know what? There might be other stories we're going to tell. For a split second, when I seen the teaser for next episode with the cop car and the police, like I was thinking about, I was like, man, he's going to get card. And then I'm like, this is how they bring Kim back. Kim's the one who defends him. And I was like, wait, she gave up a fucking. Doesn't matter. She could still. I mean, can she practice in that fucking state? She would probably have. She would have to go past the bar in that state. Yeah, I mean, it's depending on the time jump. Yeah, it's what I'm saying. Like, of it, him it's, in jail, it's not impossible. And I don't think you need an actual. Like, I think if you have, like, I'd have to ask Teresa. But I mean, you might not need someone with a law license to represent the, you. Like, just. It's also she didn't sound too happy. That's what I'm saying. Only like on that, the phone. That, to me, like that was what another thing that kind of pushed him over. Like whatever that conversation is. Yeah. Which is probably we're thinking they're gonna see each other. Like that's probably what we're gonna see them together in a scene is them talking on the phone to one another. So the first mark from this episode mm-hmm. that he takes a the fat the, the the loud obnoxious guy. Yeah. So apparently that's Buzz from Home Alone. Wow. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that make, would make sense, though. I mean, he, like... Yeah. I get That was the older brother? Yeah. That was the one with the, yeah. tra- like the tarantula in the room he fucked up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think that's supposedly... That's him. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, he's literally... Like, it, it. that seems like an older version of Buzz. And it's also... I need to... Let me look it up real quick. The... The third guy in the group, I think he's also somebody, he like a child actor. Oh, the one with the dog? Yeah. Well, Breaking Bad 
got a 9.2. Dude, I've saw reviews for the, like, complaining that, like, bring in Walt and Jesse and ruin the show. The guy's name's Jeff in the show, the taxi driver. Oh. Yeah, I, I saw people reviewing it saying, like, them bringing them in just breaks the show. I'm like, how? Like, that's all. this was always going to be where Better Call Saul went. Always. Yeah, the third guy, he's done a ton of shit. The Outsider, The Banker. Passage, Dynasty. Okay, so the third guy hasn't really been anything. Nothing major. Mm. But yeah, I'm like, it's... I, I can't believe, like, people who just... I'm like, I'm going to go, you didn't watch Breaking Bad to see just how important fucking Walt and Jesse are to the entire mythos of it. And then now how, in retrospect, Saul is important to the Breaking Bad mythos. One of the stoner guys from the beginning of the episode that run, rents mm-hmm. out the apartment, that totally not... Totally not stone... Totally not sticks and stems. <laughs> stems. And stems. Yeah, seeds and stems in the fucking... Um, apparently he was in Snake Eyes as a Yakuza. <laughs> And the other dude is from This Is Us, Joel. How good Bob Odenkirk is acting-wise. And I think also the downfall of Gene possibly could come down to Carol Burnett. Because when she, watching her funny cat videos on her new laptop. Oh, yeah, she saw him yelling. Saws him yelling, and the funny and the thing is, she sees Gene yell at the dude, oh, like, yeah, about the dog, and so, um, possibly she's the one who calls the cops. Mm-mm-mm. Like all this, his downfall could be. Carol Burnett. Yep. That would, I mean, that would, that would kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, how do you, how do you end this? Oh, yeah. The first guy is definitely, that's the dude from, uh, from Home Alone. Like, this picture right here, I can see, yeah, that's him. Yeah. And then the whole scene with Mike is just another, I guess, huge moment in the whole Breaking Bad universe. Because, like, you just would have listened to Mike. You you probably wouldn't have made as much money as you would have, but still... Because it's even when when Jimmy asks Mike 
does the big guy is this oh, coming, the, the, is this coming from the is big it coming guy from the guy who whose name shall not be named he's like no he doesn't know who this dude is like he's small he's small potatoes he doesn't pay him any mind oh dude he was on three episodes from 2020 to 2021 so it might be the last season okay um Yeah, it's probably going to be one of those things with the Emmys this year. Better Call Saul probably won't win anything and might pick up a lot of stuff next Yeah, next for year. the second half of the yeah the season. Bob Odenkirk probably definitely will because the whole heart attack thing. Mm-hmm. Could play into it. Yeah, I mean, this the, the show is really, really good. I don't care, like, people complaining that, oh, breaking, you know, Walt and Jesse broke it. I'm like, no, it didn't. It fucking makes sense. I don't know how you break it. Like, eventually you have to show that. Yeah, because they were like, oh, now, now what? It can't get a lie on its own. I'm like, no, it's always been leading to this. Better Every, Call Saul has... This whole fucking... Walt and Jesse have been holding this show up since it started like every episode has been a fucking character from breaking bad yeah like again that's people who these are people reviewing it who probably never actually watched breaking bad there's characters that's never been seen but they've been talked about Mm -hmm. once yeah that's what it's this is people who never watched breaking bad because again that's a lot of these people we as we've gone over the fucking ratings before there are a lot of people who did not watch Breaking Bad. It's the thing is, you love Breaking Bad so much. Now you know why Hector's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Do you know how Crazy 8 became... Going from, like, a corner fucking street dealer to somewhat of power. And, and because, yeah, and then, you know, he was a fucking informant. Yeah. <laughs> which is why, he, you know, all of a sudden, oh, wait, this dude that was... Oh, some importance was a fucking informant? Yeah, now you see why. And why he was allowed to get to where he did. You see how Mike and Gus got together. You see how the lab got built. You see how fucking Mike and Jimmy hooked up. Mm-hmm. Like, it all, yeah, it's... it's yeah, it's a, just... If... Here's the thing. If you wouldn't have had... Breaking Bad first, you could have just played Better Call Saul from Jump. Yeah. And then gone, you can go right into Breaking Bad at the... When Kim leaves. Yeah. When Kim leaves, you can play... You can go just start watching Breaking Bad. Yeah, probably when it's all said and done and Netflix gets that last season of Jimmy, you have until 2025 to watch... All of it. All of it, because apparently 2025... They They're lo- pulling everything and having it on their own AMC fucking yeah. shit. Which could always change. Yeah. Because I don't know anybody... You don't know what streaming platform... Like, I pay for it just so I can watch this. And I can watch the... I'm going to watch the end of Walking Dead. That's it. <laughs> I can't see anybody else using that streaming app for anything. No, it's not... It's not worth it. Because The Walking Dead ain't, ain't as popular as what it used to be. No, and it's almost over. Like, there's eight episodes left, I think. Yeah. Eight or 16. I don't know. Like, the tales of The Walking Dead might be interesting. The, the standalone uh, yeah, I mean, if it's anthology. Be standalone anthology things, it could be. But, I mean, again, eventually you're going to run out of 
Yeah. I mean, technically, you should never run out of stories in that kind of world, but you will nah. run out of fucking stories to tell on television. Because not all the story, not all the infinite stories are interesting enough to watch. Yes. You're going to have a lot of the same things happening to people. They just react differently. Oh, oh I forgot to talk about one thing. Um, just popped in my head that I've seen. The Return of Beavis and Butthead. The, their new show uh, started last night. And, um, and once again, it's just still fucking hilarious. Still will never not be funny. The only weird thing is now it's, I never seen that season in 2019 or 2018. Mm-hmm. The like reboot, free yeah, the launch, re- try and. Yeah. Where they just mainly did reality shows and like tick and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like MTV shows and some music, not all, but some music videos. So Paramount Plus released, I unfortunately had to sign up for Paramount Plus for like the free trial. Um, and so I watched, they released the first two episodes and the actual episodes are funny, especially the fire episode is still the best out of, I watched the fire uh, the four. for the new one. They released the first episode on YouTube for free. No, I, I mean, I saw the fire bit. Yeah. It's like, go run a mile. <laughs> that's still the funny out of the four episodes. That's still the funniest. The first episode's an escape room, which is pretty funny. But the thing is, it's been so long. It's been like over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mike Judge, like his beef, his butthead kind of sounds a bit off. off. But um, the main thing is the cutaways to like the music videos. So the actual cartoon is... 20 something minutes, but there's two different segments mm-hmm. in it. Each segment has maybe one or two cutaways. Either they watch a TikTok video or they watch a music video of some random fucking person. And then um, the two music videos was fucking hilarious. There's some country singer guy who makes a shitty fucking video. And they just shit all over it. And then the second episode is has uh, BTS mm-hmm. song. And it turns out Beavis is a closet BTS fan. And Butthead just fucking makes fun of him. <laughs> it's very funny the way they did it. Because you don't want to piss off that fucking fan base. No. Um... But yeah, it's definitely, if you like the original series, it's pretty much the same thing. Like, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Yeah. I mean, as long as it's that, like, I was what I was worried. It was just going to be some weird, let's try and redo it, but it's not going to work. Like, if basically, if you watch the, this past movie that came out last month, mm-hmm. it's basically that. Um, and the movie was very good. But, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's the exact same thing. It's still fucking hilarious. 
That chicken wants to go get on that sofa so bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, unfortunately, it's on Paramount Plus, and I had to fucking yeah, sign I mean, up. that's just... Uh, so they have the old episodes from the 90s and shit. Do they? But it's highly fucking... We got this episode from season... Like, it starts off at season three, but we only have one episode from season three. Oh, uh, they don't and have And then season everything. four, we have... Because you can only... And also, only certain... You know, the Mike Judge collection? Yeah. Because they had music videos and that, but they had to get the rights. They okay, had to go back in. Pro- they're probably having to go episode by episode and get the rights to everything. So they have some episodes with music videos that they still have the rights for to show. So I don't know what company Paramount is owned by. What bigger company? Paramount. Paramount just Paramount. They don't own by owned by anybody else. Do they have a music division? I don't know. Because you got to think it's like at least if they own a fucking record label, they can use songs from there of bands. I'm shocked they got BTS. I wonder how much they charge for that. It's uh, Paramount is owned by Viacom. Okay, Viacom. And Viacom has... Viacom, I'm pretty sure, has music, music libraries. Oh, yeah. They showed a funny TikTok. Like a dude... So, Vi- yeah. So, Paramount is owned by CBS. Viacom, CBS. Yeah, the merger. Yeah. The CBS merger. Um, there's a funny TikTok video of a guy showing you how to make a prison tattoo on TikTok and them making fun of the guy, like his <laughs> accent. I'm pretty sure she watches that guy too. <laughs> on oh, really? TikTok, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she does. It's, it's fucking hilarious because yeah. they make fun of his accent. Yeah. I saw parts of it. I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but I did see parts of it. Take a Shaltine cracker. Take a Shaltine cracker. Um, no, no, no. Shaltine cracker. So yeah, so yeah. That's it. <laughs> Just thinking about fucking beers that makes me laugh. You gotta get the sweat. The sweat on a saltine cracker. I'm about to make a prison tattoo because I killed your mama for eating all the saltine crackers. <laughs> I have to put a teardrop under my eye. Um, like I said, beefs and butthead will never not be funny to me. It never gets old. I, I mean, I can watch it a hundred times. There's a the fucking old men in the goddamn uh, skybox. They're like the Muppets. Oh yeah, it's what they are. Like fucking that um, kind of like deprecating humor. It never really goes out. The best thirty bucks I've ever spent was at a Wizard World one time, and a dude was selling those bootleg copies of on DVD of like various movies and TV shows and stuff like that. <clears throat> and they had a a box set of every single episode of Beavis and Butthead. All the TV specials, all the movies, all the commercials, anything they've been in. He had it. He had it. And um, good quality too. 
and I remember like one night just watch, just going through it. You go on YouTube, somebody has five hours of nothing but Beavis and Butthead music videos. That's fun. Yeah. And I did that one night. I I was playing some game and I had that on my computer. Just just playing, just playing it in the background, laughing my ass off. There's a chicken here, and it jumped up on the sofa with one of my cats. And my cat's looking at it like, God damn it, chicken. What are you doing? I'm fucking Dr. Doolittle in this bitch. Yeah. All right, folks. I guess that's it for this week of the Media Clash podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, as always, joined by Paul. And we'll see you next week.